0: anything, any issues related with fertility, sexual uh, disorders and as well as mental disorders in those conditions where the cognitive functions, then comes the pallia action that is wherever there is a um, what do you call the tissue loss or wherever there is a weakness or any muscle building or body mass uh, criteria are there. So such type of conditions then comes vatarogas wherever there is a huge set of uh, vatanadi diseases so in those conditions uh, ashwagandha plays a very vital role and it is one of the versatile drug of ayurveda a extensively researched drug as well as it has been since the ages it is in the usage and um, of course it is given in uh, multiple uh, multiple conditions the, all most of the uh, ayurvedic drugs as well as uh, even ashwagandha is uh, one of the multifaceted drug of ayurveda it is extensively used in various conditions. It is even even given externally as well as it is even used in internally also. So um, versatile drug and extensively it is researched and it can be used in multiple conditions including the arthritis and even all those conditions. Particularly but general practice and most of the occasions the people we use it in Vatanadi or uh, Vataji disorders, what you call as neurological or neuro, neuropathy conditions and such type of things and then Sexual disorders are where infertility and reproductive uh, issues are there. So this is the very vital area where Ashwagandha is in extensive usage. Uh,
1: can you please tell us about the main, main uh, Ayurvedic medicines containing Ashwagandha that you have found some of tremendous benefits with?
0: One is Ashwagandha the Rasayana uh, versatile combination. It is in the form of a jam or what you call a like Chavanapras or Leha format and it is extensively used. I use it in cases of uh, male infertility, particularly oligoasthenospermia, oligospermia, azoospermia and such type of conditions where and even the male erectile dysfunction. So such type of conditions Extensively, this is used, and as well as where there is a wasting, like uh, post tuberculosis or any other infectious diseases or long-standing illness or a chronic illness, where a patient has lost uh, tissues. So, in those conditions, we um, I use a uh, very uh, recommend uh, ashwagandha as well as ashwagandha rasayana And the second thing, what ashwagandha I use it is in usually in the form of a powder, ashwagandha powder boiled in the milk, and it is allow- given to drink. And this is also a very good one uh, for the particularly where there is uh, weakness, uh, tissue loss, and such type of things.
1: Ashwagandha syrup, uh, I think in Baisirja especially they have told it uh, uh, that you know to improve the muscle strength of the children and general immunity also it is told. The Ashwagandha the Rasayana that it told sir. I, I think there is this Ashwagandha Rasayana and there is Ajay Ashwagandha Rasayana. So which one you, you uh, use? Uh, I,
0: I use totally a pure vegetarian one without Amisha, without any combinations of uh, Mamsa in that. Aja Mamsa mixed varieties also are there in the market, but uh, I don't uh, use it. I use it uh, pure uh, herbal, uh, totally herbal oriented one, and without any Mamsa in that. Ashwagandha Dirasayana, even in um, there are many companies, they are producing Ashwagandha Rasayana in versatile combinations. Um, Ashwagandha Rasayana, Ashwagandha Rasayana, like there are Ashwagandha Lehem, all these terminologies are there. So from company to company or pharmacy to pharmacy, there is a change in their uh, configurations as well as in the ingredients and even the quantum.
1: Yeah, I think this Dabur and Khandike Organics are the two companies that I remember which manufacture with the vegetarian version. Mm. Uh, Interesting that you mentioned about the oligoazospermia. Have you seen tremendous results in uh, in case of azospermia also, or can can you share a case with that? uh,
0: Yes, um, recently I had one case with uh, azospermia, a very documented case of azospermia, wherein the exact reason for that azospermia could not be made out but only semen analysis was the carried uh, the infa- thing was carried out. Later, the patient was given the regular protocol of Ashwagandha, Diosyna, and I got one phalagrita uh, in the form of a capsules that I uh, use it and pushpadanvarasa and these type of combinations I have used in, and uh, within a span of six months, and that result has come and uh, even, uh, the female partner um, become uh, you know pregnant and uh, the thing is uh, settled down. And that uh, one of the, uh, of course, I, I wanted to just uh, after the treatment protocol, I wanted to take out the semi-analysis to, for the comparative study. But before I could do that, the result was there. So I could not do that. In, in, in case of infertility, though, a husband or a wife,
1: uh, they may come with their own uh, uh, problems. But it's so very important to examine both and treat both kind of simultaneously because we do not, sometimes we miss the other person having uh, problems.
0: No, In my practice, usually I call both of them because they both need to come over there and but many times in Indian setup, we have seen that male partner has a a lot of uh, male egoistic uh, notions and uh, he won't come to doctor and and always sends female partners go for changing the doctor and take medicine and always abusing her that she is not getting pregnant and all those things, it's a very common practice in India we have seen. But in my practice I convince my patients that you should both should come and usually they will come and very specifically we evaluate both of them for both the female and the male then whoever may be having the problem accordingly the treatment will be
1: made. So usually, in a classical uh, disease, like a classical health problem, like uh, infertility, uh, on an average,
0: how many, how much months of treatment is required? Usually, I make it as a practice, maximum six months. Anything which should be result-oriented, it should take place within six months. Uh, Usually, whatever the combinations I make initially in any patient, I'll give it for a course of one month first, then I'll ask them to repeatedly come for things and I'll ask for any changes or whatever they felt. Then afterwards, at the end of the three months, if there is no pregnancy, then I'll go for once again a seminar analysis and such type of things and I'll try to compare with the previous records. And once that is done, any course correction is to be done in the the protocol of a treatment, then I'll go for that at the end of the three months and once again, I'll complete it for another three months. But within that six months, I should get the result. If it is not there, then there is a clear cut uh, problem and that cannot be handled through medical management. So it requires some other thing or it may be beyond the reach of the medicine. So do,
1: do you always prefer panchakarma ahead of uh, oral medicines or you sometimes you just go with oral medicines?
0: No, it, it is usually recommended but most of the time the patients will not be ready for that. They want something, a shoot short or a pill type of thing, they should consume and they should get the things done. So most of the time it is not possible. Uh, only a few patients, those who have already gone to shopping to the many doctors and they are suffering from a long term, then they will go for the whatever the panchakarma procedures we say that. Otherwise, most of the time it is straight away. When a patient comes, it's a shamanachikitsa chikitsa only. It is not, um, no doubt, uh, it's not the shodhana chikitsa. Uh,
2: like this ashwagandha rasana, can it be given in this uh, post uh, pulmonary tuberculosis patient and also in what duration after uh, is that uh, they can be taken after 6 months of their uh, regular uh, uh, allopathy medicine intake?
0: Let me tell you one thing, there is a study conducted in King George Medical College, Lucknow, wherein uh, very clearly they have initiated the use of, concurrent use of ashwagandha while giving the multi-drug therapy for the tuberculosis. So it has been even shown that once if you add ashwagandha to the multi-drug therapy combination the result will be much faster and the recovery is much faster when compared to the uh, groups wherein ashwagandha was not added so there is no there should not be any hesitation to adding ashwagandha to a patient of post tubercular treatment or at the time of even multi-drug therapy of modern medicine which is going on so you can uh, directly use ashwagandha and it will benefit the patient in a very big way now the reason is very very clear reason is very clear if they are all uh, staying in one house, then they have uh, communicated to I mean, uh, the tra- inspection has uh, transmitted from one to one. So that's the reason. So everybody is having, so everybody okay. should go for first, once again, it's in, uh, in, if there is a tuberculosis, pulmonary tuberculosis, then isolation is a must for the patient. When we don't do isolation and simply in a community that we live together, definitely there is a possibility of uh, transmitting the infection and that's what happened taken place and no nothing to worry but it is a curable condition you can go for a multi track therapy along with that many of the ayurvedic medications are there wherein you can even ashwagandha the rasayana and if a patient is um, able to consume the non-veg no issue with the non-veg then you can go for the chagalya the rasayana is also there it's very good ajamamsa rasayana is also there that is also very good for these conditions you can use them
2: okay sir thank you thank you for your suggestion
0: uh, thank you Dr. Vivachana for the question and another point that
1: I uh, observed in her narration was that she wanted to wait till 6 months. I don't think there is need, real need for waiting till 6 months of uh, starting of anti-tubercular uh, treatment. I think that both Ayurveda and the modern anti-tubercular
0: treatment can go hand in hand sir. Yes concurrently it can be used and I have used also in many conditions such type of things. So concurrently you can use it which gives you wonderful results. I had a chance of treating one uh, tuberculosis patient and it is a typically a non-pulmonary tuberculosis. A patient uh, was from uh, nearby to my place and they have already gone to many places for that. Uh, Diagnosis was not made properly. Then I suspected it is a case of tuberculosis of other than the pulmonary origin. Then I went for the all the blood checkup and even this one then it came out to be um, tuberculosis of the omentum and uh, in that condition patient was having a lot of abdominal pain and diarrhea and vomiting and uh, she has lost a lot of body weight and tissue then uh, we went for the regular uh, anti-tubercular treatment along with that uh, shwagandha rasayana and these type of things started and within a three to four months she has put on a lot of weight and she has increased her uh, condition and improved in a very big way and she was so happy
1: uh, from your lectures from
0: dravana time of B- my BMS, you you are telling that even kushmanda rasana
1: is also very good.
0: Yes, definitely kushmanda rasana is also one of the very good uh, combination of uh, yoga for the post um, respiratory infections or post COVID type of thing or even the tuberculosis or even the urak type of conditions. In those conditions. Sarpiguda, Ushman Rasayana, Ashwagandha Rasayana, Chagalyadi Rasayana These are very wonderful combinations and yogas described in Ayurveda
1: This is like post respiratory tract infection that you are uh, explaining but when there is uh, cough with sputum or kafaja Shwasa and Kasa when they are there during the disease uh, this Sarpigura or Kushmandurasana is not that effective, you may have to go with say if,
0: if, if it is there is a cough and there is a blood in the sputum then a preferable choice will be Vasavaleha Vasa containing drug because it's Vasa is one of the important Kasa, Shwasa, Rakta Haranam, so that drug should be used there in that condition
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Coming to the uh, main uh, question that you know, immunity and its relationship with ashwagandha, or the re- ashwagandha and its relationship with the uh, immunity. Uh, there are some papers which say it has immunity boosters, and some are telling it as a immunomodulator. In fact, this Serum Institute Institute of Ayurveda of Pune and in 2009-10, uh, they have they had applied for vitonolites. Uh, A and B for uh, the the extracts of ashwagandha to be used uh, in conjunction with vaccines to kind of act as an immunomodulator to boost the efficacy of vaccines that they were producing. So uh, my question to Dr. Gurdas sir is that, uh, whether it is immunobooster or immunomodulator, if it, is, uh, if it is immunoboosting, so I assume, I mean there was a question in the last class also before you joined that, uh, should it not be used uh, in case of a organ
0: transplant where immunosuppression is required, can you please throw light on that please. See, we we need to understand uh, the activity of uh, Ashwagandha in in a very important way. Not only in Ashwagandha, for any drug of explained in Ayurveda. Each and every drug explained in Ayurveda has its potential. That is called drug potential. A drug has rasa, guna, virya, vipaka and all these are capable of producing it we know that certain action of a drug is due to rasa certain action of the drug is due to virya certain action of the drug is due to vipaka certain action of the drug is due to its gunas so not all the actions of the drug is only due to a particular type of things it may be a multifaceted one and the multiple things present in a dravya can able to produce the particular type of uh, actions the karmas or prabhavas so, in that scenario, just first of all we need to understand that what the drug capability or the drug potential. Each and every drug has its own Rasaguna viraupaka and that is the potential of the drug. Second thing is, where we are using those drug indications. So, in which condition, whether we are using in a particular pathology or radiopathogenesis, and intention was to break that samprapti. So, when such intention with that we are applying this drug then our concentration will be on that and even drug also does the same thing. Just to observe that Ashwagandha is said to be as an aphrodisiac Vrishya in Ayurveda. And it has been even researched by the western and, and it is as um, uh, claimed and it is confirmed that of course it is aphrodisiac. My question is, whether if I give Ashwagandha to a child of 10 years, is it produces as aphrodisiac effect? No. So, it means a drug to act on the body, it requires a prerequisite condition over there. If the body has that prerequisite condition in the form of a doshic imbalance or the dhatu damage or something like that, then accordingly some disease manifestation has taken place, there is an etiopathogenesis, and to overcome that or break that atiopathogenesis, then we will have a drug, a particular drug is used. So in that sense, when we are using a drug we should understand that for what purpose we are using it and if you observe all these studies whatever done either single blind study or double blind study placebo control study or open trial whatever it is everywhere there is an intention of the study looking at that intention they are only just checking up that whether the drug does the the thing or not then ultimately at the end of the study they say yes drug does this when a drug of this nature of ashwagandha having a multi-faceted actions or versatile actions its actions are seen all other systems in the body then if ashwagandha is given to a patient we don't see all the actions over there these drug action is possible only where there is a prerequisite condition of that particular pathology. For example, if you are using ashwagandha with an intention that it is there is an arthritis, so whether it is going to act as anti-inflammatory or not, then there will be anti-arthritic effect you could see. If you are putting ashwagandha to a patient where there is an uh, vrisha requirement is there or aphrodisiac requirement is there, then that uh, action is seen. But we don't find same action in a child because there is no that prerequisite agni is not there shukradhattu agni is not there a particular type of agni is not there which can be converted the drug requirement and take it to the place where it is required so vision we need to understand these concepts first simply that the drug capability cannot be acclaimed and taken into everywhere then comes this particular question of Organ transplant, whether Ashwagandha type of things I should be used, I should not be used. It is right. In an organ transplant patient, you observe that why that rejection takes place. That allograft, whatever it is there, there may be even after, see, whenever they'll go for the transplantation, they'll check blood matching and organ matching, everything they'll do. After the, all those things that that surgery is done, even in that, with all suppression things, they use it, immunosuppressants. In order to avoid any rejection, but still there is a rejection, and that rejection may be classified as acute rejection or it may be chronic rejection. We have seen the rejection of allografts even after two years, five years, maybe due to the there is a blockage in the supply or vasoconstrictions takes place, or many other issues are there which are unknown why the body is behaving like that or maybe the uh, for what condition, what is the disease which is responsible for the damage of the earlier organ, the original organ, that's why you are going for a replacement. The same disease may be continuing with even the new organ. So without keeping all these things, simply blaming the thing is not right. Second point, when an organ transplant is done, definitely in order to suppress the immunity to avoid any triggering of the immune responses, immune suppressive drugs are given of modern. So in that condition or in that patient after a certain time, when he still is under immunosuppression drugs, if I give ashwagandha type of drug, which is a immunostimulant or immunomodulator, which enhances the immunity, definitely there will be reaction. There is a possibility that may trigger reaction. So it is not an uh, intended area where ashwagandha can be used. We should be very restricted and constrain ourselves what to or where to use it what so and because already in those patients i already described it requires a prerequisite condition then in that prerequisite condition only a drug can work so here you observe ashwagandha has all the prerequisite condition here because patient has been given lot of immunosuppressants immunity has been suppressed so immunity immunity is deprived there so if you give ashwagandha ashwagandha in with the context to that definitely it's a scope is there for it to improve the immunity so it will Im- improve the immunity so it will boost the immunity and uh, ashwagandha is a non-specific immunity booster or a modulator so it will definitely enhance so in a patients of these type of thing, nature or what you call uh, um, transplanted uh, things are there better take care or avoid as far as possible unnecessarily and don't confuse and don't uh, you drag yourself into controversies avoid those things because there is a potential in the drug and the scope is also there at the condition because of the using of a lot of uh, immunosuppressive drugs in the modern for those patients so it is better to avoid those things
1: uh, thank you sir pradipar ismg has raised uh, hand uh, please go ahead with your question
3: Namaste, Dr. Guru Raja and Dr. Janathan. So it's interesting to see how ashwagandha can be a nervine tonic, like a nervine nerve relaxer. At the same time, it's also like a balya to enhance energy. And when I've prescribed this to some of my clients, I've seen some of them coming and telling me that right after ashwagandha, they feel like a boost of energy and they they have so much energy when when they come to the decline in the afternoon. But and some of them keep telling me that it's also working for them to put them to sleep. So what would be the best time to give the Mashvaganda? Or does it have to be given as in uh, with with an Anupan to get
0: the best results? See, very important thing is what is the intention or where you are intending to or what what, what the action you are expecting? In which type of patient we are using so that is one important thing while taking the history of the patient you need you need to even uh, co- collect the information regarding the work nature of the work what type of uh, habits you had and all those things then accordingly you can plan a total protocol so while you know, doing that total protocol it is better to check all those things if you have a patient is having to work for a longer hours and if you give ashwagandha then it may induce some sort of sleepiness but it doesn't mean that in all the patients we get this is and if you observe that is there's a one of the wonderful drug uh, with the nervine tonic and all the type of conditions uh, vataja conditions you can prescribe it in two times a day at least in the morning and evening with the milk boiled with the milk and you can give it. So this is also one, one important thing and there are many other certain factors like age of the patient, Agni of the patient and condition of the patient, what, where, which place they are staying, all these also come into play. Then accordingly we can decide what should be given, how it should be given and not in everybody it will induce the sleep and it is a Medhi one who is under severe stress, be get relaxed and he may feel comfortable and he may get a sleep but may not be other person who is not under stress. Maybe you want some pain was there. So he will feel reduction in the pain and he will feel good, comfortable with the day-to-day activity. So that's the reason you need to have on lot of other things like dosha, dusha, agni, uh, srotas and every concept to be care, taken to care. And then you can go for prescribing the things accordingly. And Anupana is always best with this is is uh, dubda. Because Ashwagandha is having rasa, Kattuvipaka, a little bit ushna in order to avoid those uh, there is a little bit chances of uh, irritation sometimes or even uh, um, long, uh, longer usage it may have some sort of ushnata created in the body in order to overcome that if you add this one with Dugda then our Dugda will take care of those ushna part of the Ashwagandha and it will be nullified. So that's the better combination what I feel.
1: Thank you so much. Sir, I want to ask a typical U.S. question. The patient is not willing to take milk uh, because many people are vegan. So what could be the substitute? What is the next option? Yeah, I, I, every time I say milk, next question will be like like that. So that just, I transferred my yeah. laboratory. <laughs> uh, medicines which act as media or has, uh, which, uh, there's which have some kind of a effect on brain and if there is a probability that they would increase sleep or they act as a mild, you know, milder, Manodrosha effect is there. So we should be very careful uh, describing the, uh, these kind of herbs like Sarpaganda or uh, in, uh, in in people who work as like uh, professional drivers or uh, who work in with heavy machine equipments uh, because it may induce kind of sleep and it may, you know, I mean, they may damage themselves. It may, it may cause harm in
0: themselves. That's uh, the reason what I said, uh, we need to go for a collection of information while taking a history from the patient. What sort of work they do it and uh, what is the nature of work in the office or uh, whether they um, work with uh, any moving tools or something like that or shop instruments or any chemical area or what, what sort of things they are using it or the, their uh, place of work is. So based on that we need to go for it and if it is the intention of using Ashwagandha for the purpose of Medhya Rasayana or for stress reliever, it is better to give it in the night and particularly Sarpagandha type of drugs which is used for the reducing the blood pressure and such type of things, accordingly we need to give it in the afternoon and night. So this is the usual tendency. Like, like you told, uh, same
1: media herb which, uh, which can increase sleep in those people in whom the sleep is required or who are sleep deprived and it may act differently in different uh, different uh, patients. So I I even seen the same thing with the case with Brahmi also. Some people with Brahmi they sleep, but some people they, even if they take in the night they feel uh, more alert and they might not sleep. Uh, I think it also depending on the patient's need and also type of patient.
0: It is once again it's a type of stress they are going through and once again it is depend on the dosage of the drug and something now you know. It is said that um, like alcohol in a very low dose as uh, a stimulator but continuously if it is taken in the high dose then it becomes a depressor. So something like that. So here also um, uh, if a person is having a little bit of stress and it is easily the stress is relieved then automatically. With a simple dosage or a small dosage, you will feel, uh, may effects and even even the sleepiness. But uh, if a person is having uh, too much of stress, even with the c two tablets, he may not get the sleep. So that is there. Uh, That depends on the type of uh, stress they are going through. Uh, and uh, sticking with Ashwagandha, uh, you know, the age-old classical question,
1: uh, not age-old, at least contemporary, uh, uh, worldwide classical question, singular usage of Ashwagandha or polyherbal usage of Ashwagandha in different uh, kin- kinds of formulations and yoga, uh, which do you prefer uh,
0: uh, and in which the side effects or you
1: know, unwanted effects are very minimal?
0: I don't uh, see by using Ashwagandha any side effect could be seen i have not observed anything like that till my practice of 21 years i have not seen any such type of uh, ashwagandha by using that only thing which can be used is by continuous usage of ashwagandha sometimes a person may feel some hotness so to overcome that Dugda is the one option which is best one and we use it as a Dugdha pana, and that will take care of the things chemical extracts of a particular herb
1: versus the whole herb or its a uh, you know- common uh, common liquid extracts such as aqueous extract as in case of kashaya so there's a this is where the you know line can be drawn between the you know, modern research and the you know traditional ayurveda so i, I just was going through the cra- cranberry uh, usage uh, cranberry is very famous in us and in western countries a cranberry as such is very good to uh, to treat or to prevent liver disorders and especially in liver cancer also cranberry cranberry is very useful the fruit as a whole but you know, there is, you know in, in in wherever there is an efficacy of a, of a single substance they will uh, researchers will go for its extract so that the extract or the particular chemical can be uh, taken out and that can be synthesized to make money out of it. So the researchers try to find out cranberry uh, chemicals, uh, try to extract out the can- uh, cranberry chemicals. And none of the chemicals that they extracted was not acting as effectively as a whole fruit of cranberry. Uh, so ultimately they gave, gave, up, gave up and, uh, and e- even the cranberry syrup or cranberry... As sauces. So they do not have that much effect. The whole of the cranberry fruit is having that particular liver cancer preventing and treatment effects. Probably if, if a company is just extracting a few chemical compounds of ashwagandha and using it and marketing it as a capsule and if you use the capsule that may not give the desired effect versus the whole uh, whole herb in the form of kashaya, chuna or
0: whatever. That's the reason, that's what I said, Ayurveda, we use a drug as a whole, we don't go for the extraction and extraction is not the whole drug. See that's why ay- ay- Acharyas are very clever, if you observe that Panchavida Kashaya Kalpana, what explained in Ayurveda, one is directly crushing the drug and make it in the form of a Swarasaya, extracting and giving it, it is known, nothing is, no solvent is added there. Then comes the churna form, dry powder and it is given. Then comes uh, water soluble extraction, kashayas, where all water soluble contents are taken care of and it is used. Then comes thaila and gritha, where lipid soluble extraction is done and it is given. Similarly, when Ayurveda speaks about the drug should be given as a whole, uh, and already I explained that our uh, drug works by virtue of its Rasa, Guna, Virya, Vipaka and everything. We can't simply, simply stick on to a, some molecule and say it is this one because uh, Curcumin cannot be Haridra. Haridra is something big. Curcumin is only one content from the Haridra. Similarly, Vitanoid is not Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is something big. So we cannot use as a, such a single molecules and extracted form as a drug and anticipate that it will have all the effects or um, functions of uh, Ashwagandha as a whole. No, it cannot be. We cannot have such effect. And even sometimes when we use such type of extracted and single molecule from uh, any herb souls also and if we are using it, sometimes we may get even uh, side effects. Untowards adverse effect could be seen as we have seen in sarpaganda. Sarpagandha as a drug as a whole, if you given nothing will happen. Results are seen as a very conducive one. But if uh, from the uh, Sarpagandha, if reserpine is extracted and used, then there is a good result of uh, controlling the uh, hypertension. But also patient will have a suicidal tendency will be developed. The such effects are seen when a molecule is extracted from the, even the herbal sources. So a molecule of a, from the herbal source also, it is not the drug as a whole ayurveda always speaks about in favor of giving the drug as a whole
1: okay so i have emptied the questions uh to dr gururaja sir regarding ashwagandha if any of the participants have the questions please raise your hand or uh, unmute yourself uh, yes M. G., please go ahead
3: uh thank you dr janad one more question uh dr gururaja is ashwagandha or have you ever used ashwagandha in like post chemotherapy patients or does it just increase more heat in them?
0: Definitely, post chemotherapy Ashwagandha is one of the important drug and it can be given and it should be given and it is a very good one because post chemotherapy the immunity of a person is dropped down to a too much because of the chemotherapy drugs and and the the disease also. So in that condition definitely Ashwagandha has a very very important role to play and Ashwagandha can be given in that form. Particularly if your um, patient is unable to take it because of some even associated along with the diabetes is also there and something like that then we cannot go for the Ashwagandha Rasayana to be given then we can give it in the Ashwagandha Churna form in the capsule form or even Ashwagandha Ganavati so all these things are there if patient is not having any issues with the um, sugar or diabetic type of thing then definitely we can go for ashwagandha rasayana
3: is this post uh, the final chemotherapy or can it be given in between 2-3 sittings of therapies
0: no even in the be- from the beginning also you can start even at the time of chemotherapy also it can be given and it won't interact with that uh, chemotherapy drugs as such only thing is that even it uh, avoids the complications created by the chemotherapy uh, usage chemotherapy drugs so nothing to worry Uh, you can use it concurrently with the chemotherapy also Uh, only thing is that a drug of chemotherapy if it is the form of a pill or something like that don't mix it with directly with ashwagandha churna and take it give at least a physical distancing of at least half an hour time-bound management is to be done. Otherwise, nothing to worry with that.
3: Um, A follow-up question. uh, Is massage prohibited during these phases like with Bala Ashwagandha dialogue or anything during chemo or did you ever see patients getting abhyanga during the chemo phase as well?
0: No, that depends on what type of uh, cancer they are going through. If it is uh, patient requires abhyangam in case of uh, chemotherapy because of chemotherapy person has become weak lean and tissues are lost and pain is there then we can go for abhyangam but once again in that also that depends on whether what sort of abhyanga is required whether it is a mridhus required or it is um, a very classical way of panchakarma is required that depends on the patient to patient because we need to customize everything in panchakarma every patient. It is not a, just a tailor-made one shot go for everything. No, that is not like that. I
1: mean, again, uh, probably the question uh, came because uh, in is ushna and in chemotherapy also the body heat uh, increases. Again, that's why Guru sir told particularly use it along with milk. Tukta uh, will counter the, you know, any pitta aggravation uh, effect if at all uh, in
0: Ashokandha producers. And even if it is required, Ashwagandha can be given in the form of Grita. ashwagandha Grita is there, a very classical preparation is there, wherein only Ashwagandha, Kshira and Grita is there in that, that is Grita. That is also a very versatile combination and a very wonderful results are there, particularly even in the arthritic conditions, where there is a tissue loss and uh, any such type of things. And even in the post-Covid, many times we have used ashwagandha Grita. That's also one of the important combination. Uh, yeah, coming to the this
1: ashwagandha uh, usage in uh, massage. Uh, and in Thailand is uh, one of the uh, one of my favorite oils to, uh, especially in children. Say uh, after three to four months uh, in the infants, I usually uh, it's one of the oils that I use uh, to into the mu- muscles. strength and to make the baby strong. So uh, do you uh, do you use ashwanda oil or balashwandati tailam or what is your experience
0: with that? Yes, I use a lot of balashukandadi taila. Balashukandai taila is there and even the Kshirabala taila is there, and even I use Danvantram Taila is there. But Balashwagandai Taila is one of the versatile drug, particularly where there is a neurological conditions, particularly neuropathy, as well as there is a wasting. So such type of Vataja conditions. Even I have used in recently one of the cases of uh, Gullian-Barre syndrome she has recovered after the fourth sitting of uh, third or fourth sitting of Panchakama and regular internal usage of medicines and it has been uh, now she was, she could be able to walk by herself. When she came over she was on a trolley. now she could be able to walk by herself. There isn't a lot of improvement with that. So, Ashwagandha Taila is one of the things which I use in uh, many, many occasions. Firstly, when in case, as you said, uh, in case of uh, children, for massage and bone strength increasing, muscle strength increasing, and those, all those conditions. Secondly, uh, we use this uh, Ashwagandha Taila in case of pregnant women in order to give strength to the waist, uh, particularly for the waist and um, even after the postpartum uh, and even after the delivery. Uh, particularly, we, we go for uh, bhyanga with this um, balashvandha taila. Then, of course, in all the vataja conditions and diseases, even the sciatica and all those conditions, of course, along with that we add some little bit of karpura taila to give an effect of tingling sensation and that will counter irritation and which brings the, the pain uh, thing into a you no. Know? Uh, so, it's one of the important uh, combination, balashvandha taila.
1: Do you use it for birthday or? Uh, one for external application.
0: Uh, I, I use it in a lot of external application. For basti usually I go for with the So we'll
1: wrap up for Ashwanda and we'll move to the next uh, herb and this I mean I remember that in you uh, know classes also you were taking two herbs in one class. And I went with uh So Uh, This uh, Ashwashila, I I think this uh, Patanjali makes this Divya Pharmacy makes this Ashwashila with Ashwagandha and Shilajit Uh, So, Shilajit, uh, I mean, I I gave, I think, this decrim Plus for one lady patient who was having, like, obesity issue and uh, and she came back saying that it contains Shilajit and, you know, it can increase testosterone, why have you given... So, uh, I mean, you know, patients, they do their own research and all that uh, you know, internet is open. There, and, uh, they will ask. So the question is: uh, Before coming to that, you know, where you know what are the qualities of shilajit that you appreciate? Where you use? Please start the introduction and your uh, clinical experience. Please.
0: See, Acharya Charaka has very clearly said in Rasayana Adhikara, shilajit is one of the important rasayana dravya, and uh, Shilajit is anamla, a little bit of Amla, nati Vushtna, and Tikta and Rajar and Katuvipaka. But it is a, such a versatile drug, and it is said that by using Shilajatu, there is no disease which cannot be cured. Such a credit has been given to the drug. So, once again, this drug is also a Vichitapatya Rabdha, and it having a multiple role, and it is a multifaceted drug, and it has been used since the ages. And this is Shilajatu. Of course there is a um, lot of controversy regarding its uh, sourcing uh, some say it is totally mineral and some say it is a resin from a plant and it is a combination of both some say it is a fulvic acid and some say it is a humus mixed and mineral pitch bitumen so many so many things are there with this but what the presently market we get it it is a combination of all these things of course with the various concentration of fulvic acid in this but the thing is Shilajitu. Once again, as I said in the case of Ashwagandha, drug potential, the ability of the drug is at one one, uh, set. And what actually drug is doing in the body, that is another thing, that is karma. A drug is capable of producing so many actions, but doesn't mean that all these actions are going to happen or it takes place inside me if I take this drug. No, there should be some prerequisite condition. If there is a prerequisite condition, then if I take the drug, then there is the change. Then the question arises here whether uh, Shilajatu has an influence over testosterone and if it is given to a female and if testosterone increases in the female, then what will happen? Yes, it's a big concern. But reason is we don't find such action in women. The simple reason, the women are womanhood is supported by various hormones that we call as Agni. And they are interlinked to one another. Testosterone is present in both in male and female but their concentration is much higher in case of a male and compared to female. In female the activity or expression of um, testosterone is controlled by the expressions of the estrogen. There is a more estrogen and that estrogen will going to suppress the activity of testosterone. So no question of the testosterone simply will spurge out. That will not take place in that uh, manner. So whenever in you a patient who is already suffering from a condition like PCOD or a patient suffering from some uh, infertility issues and some problems associated with it, and, and already there is a surge of testosterone in her, so that is a careful area where we need to take care of. In those area, we don't we don't want to give any jatu over there. Otherwise, jatu as a drug. It also improves the female fertility. It is also improves the anemic factor in the female. It is a, one of the important uh, racine It is very good for urinary tract as well as reproductive tract. So it is having a lot of um, positive effect on the body. It doesn't only directly go and increase the testosterone. Testosterone is in uh, whatever the studies available saying that uh, Shilajatu uh, increases testosterone. You observe those studies in there those studies very clearly said it is based on some volunteers so who are those volunteers the volunteers are in between the age of 45 to 55 and all are male they didn't study it and the female so don't worry that if it is given to a female it is going to harm No, it's not going to harm only thing is that we should be very careful while uh, using uh, shilajato if at all already the patient is having uh, increased testosterone due to PCOD or something like that are increased aldosterone in her so in those patients take care not to use those things that's it again the same question what are your favorite shilajatu medicines i usually use a simple shilajatu one otherwise i use it in chandra prabhavati and uh, and another is uh, navakagudu we have got another one shilajatu capsule that i use it as a shilajatu, as a rasayana, for the purpose of that, because of its controversy in getting the standard thing every time, I usually keep it as a second line. I don't use it as a front line drug for that. What are some of your recommended brands? Dr. Vaithya Prabhuparji asks. the same, that. Chandra Prabhavati is one of the important ones. Um, take it from a reputed company, that's the only one thing what I can suggest, who is uh, doing uh, classically without any you know, abrupt changes or modifications in the method of produ- producing it and even uh, you, can, you can use it uh, shilajit vadi vati, uh, shilajit vadi yoga that is also there, then we have got uh, shilajit capsules but preferably chandra Prabhavati is is one of the versatile uh, combination of uh, containing shilajatu which I use it in most of the conditions I use it uh, in combination with that like Arogyavardini Shilajatu, Ashwagandha and Shilajatu like that Bala and Shilajatu so such type of combination the Draksha and Shilajatu so type of type things we use it only thing is while using Shilajatu take care not to use Guru, Ushtna, Vidahi, Dravyas and as well as even Kulatha that should not be used even I have seen in market one of the company because shilajatu is a very good drug for uh, your, uh, urinary tract infections and ut and all those things they wanted to make a combination and they wanted uh, such a made a combination that Pashana Beda is also there, shilajatu is also there and in that even Kulakta is also added. It's a quite contrasting is there.
1: Yeah, so um, kulata for those who don't know, kulata is horse gram and typically contraindicated for usage along with shilajit. Can you please uh, explain why or uh, any scientific reasoning that you have found?
0: No, the reason is that kulata or the horse gram is capable of breaking these stones and shilajatu is from the mineral pitch or something like from the shila and it is something like rock and if you consume that shilajatu for the purpose of rasayan and all those things it makes the body just like a rock and solid strong and if you eat that along with that shilajatu if kulata is given then it will spoil the shilajatu effects and shilajatu will be broken down and may not be finding the results as such so that's why it is said while consuming shilajatu Kulatha should be avoided.
1: But can that statement be generalized to all herbs that are used for
0: catalyst, for example Gokshura? Can that be generalized or it is only specific to Harsgram? No, it is specifically gram while using Shilajatu. It doesn't mean that all the lithotriptic drugs should be avoided along with that. No, it is not like that. Kulatha is also lithotriptic. It also breaks the stone. Gokshura also breaks stone. When both of them are in a, running in the same direction, there is no problem then there will be a very good uh, effect is there but here shilajit is taken for the purpose of improving the urinary tract uh, infection and uh, improving the urinary tract functions and even overcome the ashmari or something like that or even for the rasayana purposes in that the mere purpose will be hampered by using kulatta so that's why it should be avoided while consuming deep uh, deepmind is a google
1: backed company so they have come out with all the proteins of human body what are the proteins are there they have they come up with the actual uh, amino acid chains where the protein uh, takes a takes a turn or it gets folded so they have mapped all the proteins in the body so uh, there's dna with the dna message the, uh, the, the genetic you know, information the different proteins are produced in the body and they have mapped all the proteins in the human body and also uh, along with that they have mapped around 10 other organisms so genetic information gets transformed a uh, genetic information or shakti gets transformed into the uh, physical body or you know physical compounds like proteins so now we are in a in time in the age where which particular genetic information gets transformed into which protein and all. So, we are in kind of a exciting time, and uh, I mean, the implications of that or in a medical use of that would be that we'll be able to understand the disease process better and which proteins, are, most of the chemicals in the body uh, are you know, neurotransmitters and are all uh, actually proteins. So, in that way, we'll be able to know the actual mechanism and understand the human physiology a lot better so thereby even the treatment choices coming up will be a lot better so in, in the last class you, you said a very important thing that you know whatever the medicines that we may give it, in, in terms of rasayana and people living for 100 years so unless the diet and lifestyle and the you know, genetics the beta that you uh, explain unless all these things are uh, in line a person may or may not live for 100, 100 years and uh, i also say that it's uh, it's all very important that you know even with the ayurvedic medicines also we have to be careful uh, not to over promise or under promise. So ayurvedic treatment works along with the diet and lifestyle components also.
0: Yeah definitely all the things that it's a multiple approach it is not simply by a drug diet, drug even the the way we live that is also very important that's what in the basic classics itself it's, it's, it's a Kala, Artha, Karma. All the three in a very neat manner, if you use it, then if everything will be in line. Kala, Artha, Karmanam, Ihina, Yoga, Mithyati, Matraka, Samyag, Yogascha, Vidnya, Yoga, Rogyaika, Karanam. So that is what the whole meaning of that. How qualitatively we use Kala, Artha, and Karma accordingly, our lifespan will be. So to add it to that, if you want to increase, you can add to that swastaharita dravyas. you can add rasayana, you can add a seasonal detoxification, you can add achara rasayana and everything that will definitely enhance the lifespan. That is that quality lifespan will be enhanced.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dr. Srijit, uh, he is from Kerala and he underwent uh, one month of uh, Kuti Praveshika Rasayana after Panchakarna. So he, one month he stayed there and you know that one of the presentations in Ayurveda Shala uh, podium back in 2019 he explained that though he has undergone one month of rigorous uh, Kuti Praveshika Rasayana, living in a hut and you know, following all the rules and uh, what not, he may put on weight if his diet is not followed properly or uh, whenever he changes the rules of his diet he can put on weight and also the diet and lifestyle along with the therapies that they, they work in a combination then they cannot be separated
0: now that's what i said see in a classroom we have got 50 students the same teacher same subject teaching the same thing in the same manner but the people who absorbed it very well they are in very able to reproduce the things, but there are certain people who don't, don't understand that and will not reproduce it. So that's entirely depend on the, how much the student has the capacity to absorb what the teacher is saying. Similarly, in our body, we have a typical Agnis here and there. Those Agnis are capable of digesting and carrying those material to the places where it is required then the important one is vata whether our body has a sufficient quality of vata and whether vata is under the proper influence and whether vata is doing the proper functioning then only we can have proper pitta and kapha doing the things so all these things play a role not only simply presence of some protein there over there it will definitely going to you No, no such things because we have a varied personalities prakurtis are different food pattern is different living style is different stress factors are different so we cannot say simply that simply because of one drug if it is given and the person's life will be enhanced no no it's not like that taking the detoxification timely consuming the food properly according to the agni maintaining the agni all doing abhyangam nithyamachared on these things every principle said in ayurveda if you are following able to do it then it is good it can be added advantage in reaching the 100 years target.
2: Uh, sir, Dr. Janardhan sir and uh, Gurraj sir, bo- I thank you both of you for this dis- discussion. Sir, just it is a request from my side and hopefully it will be from all the others too. Now uh, recently next in the July 20th we have a Hepatitis Day. So can we have such a kind of Ayurvedic discussions regarding this uh, Hepatitis Day or next World Health Day? If this kind of dis- discussion is involved, we can uh, truly face the other people like how, how even Ayurveda also helps in hepatitis conditions. So can we have these discussions in near future? Please, it is a request from all our uh, doctors hopefully.
1: You might or might not know, you have for the right questions to the right uh, teacher because of all the diseases the teaches liver disorders—he is, is expert. I'm not saying that he's not expert in other things, but the liver and skin are, you know, his dominant areas. Uh, we may not keep that on particular hepatitis day because he is busy and also yeah, sure, we'll, sure. yeah. we'll we'll continue it in the Sundays because we are kind of com- both are comfortable. We are not comfortable in in Sundays, uh, so we will continue that. And you know, I mean, I have long list to talk to. Uh, we'll discuss everything and of course, this hepatitis and liver disorders in general will also be uh, discussed with him. Uh, yeah, I mean, rather than I asking questions, probably we will have a class of him, he conducting the class and we we'll will all reserve
2: it. Thank you, sir. Hope to see this uh, this kind of discussions even in Sundays also or whenever uh, sir is free or something so that even we can face the challenges more easily with Ayurveda. This hepatitis condition, it is a kind of thing where we have not touched yet. I don't know, still we have not come across these questions in our group. So I yes. just humbly request you both to have a discussion of this kind, sir. Thank
1: you. So, Thank so you. So, if, if you if you have kind of a case in which you want to study, come come back on next Sunday same time, and or send send to me by email or WhatsApp the case itself, then. We, I will, I will forward it to Guru Rajasar, and he may come up with a treatment plan. So that that will also be fine. Yeah, uh, yeah I understand that she wants to add you know uh, liver diseases into her uh, arena and expand her clinical practice. So, we will, uh, of course, I'm sure that Guru Rajasar will cover that. So thank you very much. See you next Sunday. Namaste. Thank you very much, Guru Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.